You are now tuning in to the Humble Quarian with your host, Day to the Quan Harris. He's going to discuss a wide range of entertainment from sports. Hike, hike, one, two, one, two, what it do? From a touchdown all the way to a foul. Then we're going to discuss the music industry. You always wonder why most musicians are broke. We have tips to make sure you're rich. No joke. Finally, we can't forget about the television industry where all the drama is too much for your mama. Seriously, Daquan, you have to talk about my mama like that? I mean, who listens to the show anyways? Just tell her. Okay, whatever. So all you just have to do is sit back, eat some popcorn, ladies, drink some wine, spend some time with me, a.k.a. T. This is the Humble Aquarian, and we're going to start the episode. And let's go. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the fourth installment of the Humble Current Podcast. This is your host, Daquan Harris, and today we're going to talk about why mental health is very important for us guys to discuss. Just to start off, I will say this year, 2020, has been a very crazy year. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this topic of mental health and why it's important for us mentally speak, speak up on it is because this year... As I mentioned, crazy ass year. We have the coronavirus and we have now upcoming election, the riots, which is not really riots, but, you know, it's for justice. A lot of changes are happening really quick. A lot of changes that a lot of us are not used to in our society. And currently right now we are in the age of Aquarius. So basically, in other words, that means a lot of people are, are getting exposed for who they truly are. A lot of leaders are going to leave their positions. A lot of things are changing in a rapid rate. But just to digress off of that topic, the reason why I believe mental health is very important for us to at least discuss and talk about today is because a lot of us guys, we are typically the type of people to hold a lot of stuff in and we don't let it out. When I was younger, I never understood why a lot of guys will express themselves. And I was like, okay, that's kind of weird for you to express yourself. That's, that's kind of odd. That's stupid. But as I got older, I realized, man, I truly hold a lot of stuff in. I mean, a lot of stuff that I hold in is crazy stuff. And I'm like, yo, why I'm holding this in? Why am I the person that got to hold this crazy stuff in? Like, this is wow. Like, I'm not expecting to hold this type of stuff in. But at the end of the day, when I looked at it and see how important it is for us to let out certain things, I mean, we are taught since we were a child that, okay, being a man, you got to do this, you got to do that. And I understand that because at the end of the day, we are supposed to provide for our women. And that's just my beliefs. You can argue with me or whatever on the comments or whatever. But personally, when it comes to mental health, especially a lot of us, Young men, we go through a lot of traumatic situations. I know for us, especially coming from a single parent home, you are taught from a young age instantly that you are the man in the house. You are the one that has to be. Basically, you have to be the one that has to set the example for your brothers and your sister, because either you're the oldest, even if you're the youngest. I know when I was the youngest, I had a lot of pressure anyways, because Family wanted me to go to college. I went straight to college. And even when I went straight to college, there was so much pressure to graduate and do it quickly. And 
being the first in the family to do it. And, you know, I'm the first in my family to openly admit to say I graduated a bachelor's degree. It's nothing to brag about. But it was a lot of pressure. You know, a lot of us men go through a lot of things that we don't we just hold in. We just hold in so much emotions. I mean, we take crap at our jobs. We take crap in our relationships. We take crap from our parents. We take crap from people who are close to us. We take so much crap. And a lot of people wonder why when we snap, we just snap. We just lose our shit. Because honestly, we as men, we just go through it. And going through the motions is pretty crazy. And when recently I've been watching Kanye West, I know he said a lot of outlandish things. And the reason why I wanted to talk about mental health within not only the black community, but within men is because a lot of us guys, we just typically run away from it. We just typically don't speak to a therapist. We don't typically speak to another person that is qualified to help us because at the end of the day, we're men, we look out for facts, we look out for answers. And that's something that I look out for too. But I had to take some time to realize and be like, yo, it's okay to address this. It's okay to speak on this topic. It's okay to have I guess feelings at a point in time is okay to express how you feel on certain things. Because typically us guys, we are been taught, once again, what I've been taught and what particularly a lot of young black men comes from single parents taught from the day you are 16 is that now you're officially a man. Now you have to do this. Yeah, you're going to have to get a job. You're going to have to do this. And I mean, it's a great thing and I'm not complaining about it. But I know for a lot of us, that's so much pressure because especially seeing family. I mean, I know personally for me, when I was 16, right off the damn gate, I was trying to look for a job because that is something that now is like, hey, you're 16, you're 18. I don't raise you anymore. You the man. You got to go and pay for this. You got to go and pay for that. And it's nothing wrong with that in a way, but it was also pressuring for kids because especially think about it. You're 16, 18. Either you're just graduating or you are still in your junior year of high school. You're still trying to go to colleges. Like, everybody's pushing you into this way that you don't want to be. And I feel like a lot of us, we have so much high expectations that if we don't even hit none of them, we feel like crap. And honestly, there has been a point in time when we don't even ask ourselves, like, yo, are you good? Are you good? I know a lot of professional athletes. I could just tell a lot of professional athletes go through it. And especially entertainers, a.k.a., as I mentioned earlier, Kanye West. Now, in greater detail with Kanye, I feel like Kanye knew he wanted to be a musician, but he didn't know how much pressure was going to really be. And, you know, I felt like once his mother, Donna Ross, died, things changed for him. He didn't really have the best support system because at that time, his mom was his everything. His mom was the person that helped him out emotionally express himself and really truly know who he is. But I know I seen the other day he made comments on Harry and Tubman and it was pretty outlandish. It was pretty wild. It was pretty crazy. But when I thought about it, I sat there and I thought about it. I was like, Kanye might say the craziest things in the world, but Kanye is actually happy. And that is something that we don't even talk about. People who express themselves most of the time are either depressed or pissed off, but this guy's actually happy. 
remember I remember when Kanye West was skinny and he was going through a lot of emotions like he was going through a relationship with Amber Rose other chicks before he met Kim Kardashian and things changed but the dude's actually pretty happy the dude is actually going through a lot I mean I know personally that a lot of rappers are actually talking about mental health and how important it is now within the black community and not only the black community but within any community because as a society we keep on going we're kind of like a car that keeps on going but we're never stopped for important maintenance and when we break down aka lash out on people we typically do that because we don't keep it maintained we don't keep the maintenance up on it aka take a day off, take some time off. I mean, personally for me, I know personally today at my job, I actually had to leave early and I left early for my job because I couldn't take it. Like it was overwhelming for me. I mean, I had a lot of deadlines, a lot of meetings, a lot of things that I had to do within a certain day. And it was pretty crazy for me because I was like, I walked in, I was like, I was feeling good. I was feeling great. But then when I walked out, I was like, yo, my stomach's not really feeling right. I'm not sick or anything. It was just like I had to get away from the environment. It was like too much. It was too much stress. It was too much on my body. And my body's like, look, you need to take some time off, yo. You need to relax. You need to rest. And you need to invest in your mental. And that's what I did. And another reason why I believe mental health is very important for us is that, like I mentioned earlier, the expectations of us are pretty high. We put a lot of high expectations or our family, our parents, our friends do. And we try to exceed it. We try to exceed it within a certain period of time. I know for us, man, we like logics and facts and details and that's what's up. But there's a time when we just have to sit down and be like, yo, with all these logic and facts, how can we help each other? How can we at least go to another man and actually support each other? Because a lot of us, we don't have a support system and it's crazy as hell. Like, a lot of us actually want to compete with each other, and that's natural, and that's a natural instinct to have, and there's nothing wrong with that. But there's a point in time when we have to sit down and be like, yo, let's talk about it, bro. Because we can always talk about sports and chicks. That's cool. That's something that we have in common. But when we are going to grow to a different conversation, when we're going to go and talk about, hey, bro, did you do this? Or you're trying to start a business? That's cool. That's dope. This is how we can do it, and this is the plans that we can step in together. Or even, hey, bro, let's sit down and, like, let's talk about life. Let's talk about your parents or whatever you're going through. And I believe that a lot of us guys, we typically, some of us go into deep conversations, some of us don't. But we just do it with the right people. And I know personally for me, just on my experiences, when it comes in regards of mental health, I typically run away from my problems. I typically just hold things in just for the hell of it. And I just hold things in because I'm like, yo, if I really express how I feel towards a person, it's going to come off as offensive, comes off as he is really mean and he's a douchebag. And it's not really that. It's just the way it comes off as. So I usually just keep my opinions to myself. I don't really express how I feel on certain mediums, aka social media, aka Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I typically just keep it in because I know there are certain things that I want to research on and try to find the facts from it. So when it comes to even with some of the stuff that Kanye West says, and it was pretty wild for me because there was a lot of comments that he did say that was 
pretty outlandish. And I was like, okay, let me just research and see what's the fuss about. And then I see from his perspective on some some things, some things, okay? Some things, not all. But on some of his topics, I was like, oh, wow, like, okay, he is right about this. And I can see why he will say that from the argument. But at the end of the day, I mean, as a generation, as we keep on, our life is basically through a screen that is a digital manifestation of a character that who is really not ourselves, aka our Facebook profiles, Twitter, Instagram, it really affects our mental health. I know for me, I had to leave Facebook for a period of time. And don't get me wrong, my Facebook is a great site to connect with old people that I used to know, but Facebook got to the point where even I know it's going to sound crazy, even through like the whole protest. And believe me, like I said, I have a lot of utmost respect for people who go out there and went on that protest. I have a lot of respect for them. And I have a lot of respect for people who didn't go. I see things for both sides. And that's the most important thing for me. Like I like to see things for both sides. So when I was on Facebook, I had to leave Facebook for a while because people were, I won't say tag me, but people were like putting outlandish comments, pretty crazy stuff. I had people arguing, people expressing their opinions, and it's nothing wrong with that. Like I said, I don't mind if you express your opinion or anything, but I had people that I personally know were texting me saying that you're this, you're that. Because you didn't do this, you didn't do that. And I said, yo, I understand why people are out there. I understand why people are doing what they need to do. Is police brutality a major thing in our country right now? Absolutely. Is that a main thing that we should talk about? That's debatable between you and the person. But right, but to digress off of that, when it comes to a lot of our stuff, and especially me, I had to leave. I had to leave Facebook. It was it was just too much. It was too much depressed people, too much of, oh, this is happening and this needs to do this and yada 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 yada. And I was like, yo, this is not real life. This is like a social medium that is blocking us, and it's crazy because a lot, especially on Twitter. Like Facebook is not as bad, but Twitter, man, man. I had to leave Twitter because Twitter was just horrible. Like people were just slandering people because they had a difference of opinion or they didn't really like this person or, oh, this person is this, this person's a horrible person because he did this and that and this and that. And I'm like, whoa. And you got a lot of these people on Twitter who hide behind an avatar and they're not really out there in the streets. They're not really out there helping out people or they're not really out there. A lot of people on social media is just delusional. And I'm not saying every single body who's listening to this or even on social media are delusional. There are some really good people out there. But most of the people are just narcissistic as hell, man. And I had to take a step back even for myself because there was a point in time I ain't going to even freaking flex with you. Probably like 2016 to 2018, I was creating multiple accounts on Instagram trying to get damn followers. And I was like, every single time I try to like, put my stuff out there. I was like, yo, it's good. Oh, fuck. Why do I don't have 55 likes? Or, oh, snap. Why do I don't have 100 likes? Like, oh, my God. Like, why do I not have these damn likes? I was frustrated with myself, yo. I was frustrated at that time. And I was like, you know what? I, I'm slowly turning into narcissi- a narcissistic person. Like, let me 
really chill the hell out. So I usually replace that time away from social media, from just listening to music or writing ideas for this podcast. And that's the main important thing like I like about what I'm doing with this podcast. I don't even care if it's like one or a hundred listeners. It's something it's my stress reliever. And I've always said, you know, find something that you will like to do. And we'll talk about that more deeply after like I go into intermission. But I'll be a few minutes from now. But to continue, yeah, like I had to like step away and that point in time in my life, I was like, yo, I'm slowly becoming narcissistic. Like, I'm so obsessed with numbers. I'm so obsessed trying to figure out how this person got like 100,000 likes and this person is getting tagged on this. I was like, yo, what the heck is going on? What the heck's going on, yo? What the heck's going on with you, Daquan? And that's when I had to take time. And I was like, yo, I need, I need to step away from this social medium and understand how it's affecting my life. And it was really affecting my life in a negative way. Like I was desensitizing what's going on into the world. Like I wasn't really appreciating the nature. I wasn't really appreciating just looking at the dang trees. And it's crazy because I never really thought about that. I never really thought about in a million years, like, oh, wow, like this is something I should be really looking at or not really looking at, you know? And it just amazes me that this, this screen might be five or even six inches and we're living our lives through it our lives through a screen that you can basically turn off at any time but it's the fear of missing out and I think that's the biggest thing with these social mediums is that a lot of us are scared if we miss out on the most important thing or oh if I'm going to miss out on this, I'm not I'm not getting the numbers that I want to. Oh, wow, like I can hop on this and take advantage of it. Oh, let me express my opinion on here, here. Just that, just that. Boom, 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 boom. And I think that's like one of the major problems when it comes to social media and how it affects like our mental. Because social media is a great thing. And I'm not here to lie. Like social media is phenomenally great, phenomenally dope. But there's a lot of platforms that... We don't take time to invest and be like, okay, we shouldn't be really doing this, but we're really doing it. And it's pretty damn scary to see how future generations are raised up into this medium. Because if this ever gets shut down, which I don't know whenever that's going to happen, but if it ever does, people are going to freak out because now we're so in this world where Every single time, even for like, and I see it, and I watched a crazy documentary on Netflix. I forgot the name of it. But basically, it was a documentary about this guy, and I think his name's like Austin. You can correct me or not. But basically, it's this guy who wanted to be Instagram famous. And this guy was just taking a lot of pictures. He was just doing side things, but he was really trying to be an Instagram famous person and it really scared me because this kid's like only 16 at the time i think he only had like 30,000 followers and there was like the lopez twins i might be wrong with that name but i know they're like some i know there's some non-black twins who are very creative and very dope i guess but i know they had a big social media following so he really was trying to be like them so he went on these different 
platforms trying to perform himself try to you know be who he is and trying to get followers and try to become an influencer and don't get me wrong mind i know from the other side from the coin and i did see that those lopez twins and those other guys on instagram how they went through they went through a lot like their manager was basically forcing them to do things and forcing them to create content while they still teenagers man i mean i get it you know they have a social media presence they have to do a certain thing but these kids wasn't even really free i feel like their manager just basically exploited those kids man and the sad part was it wasn't just only like the lopez twins it was like a whole bunch of other influencers living in one big mansion while the owner the guy is forcing these kids to do things that one they don't want to do i mean and i think that's a crazy thing i mean you know the kid that they were the kid i really wanted to become big he's from a smaller town he's seen it from oh wow like this guy has millions of followers this guy must be happy this guy has a lot of fans this guy's doing everything but in all actuality when you see the guy that has the million followers he's really not that happy and it's not because like he basically has no freedom the guy has the million followers have no freedom basically they're under constant stress under constant pressure they have to do this they have to do what's the next big thing because guess what if they don't and it's crazier nowadays because when i was younger yeah you a lot of people have five minutes of fame but now it's even quicker now you can make a hit song and literally the next month you can be gone and it's so crazy how that is a thing now but just to digress off of the story, yeah, I mean, you can just tell that a lot of childhood stars, a lot, of, even a lot of childhood Disney and Nickelodeon stars. I mean, prime example, I know recently, like, it's not been talked about, but Demi Lovato went through a lot, man. Like, you can tell that Demi Lovato, I actually watched her documentary and I was like shocked. Like, I didn't even know that. But, you know, your mental is more important. And that's the with today's topic like you know if you ever feel so stressed out if you feel like people are just bargaining you and try to force you to do something that you don't like just be honest with them and i feel like honesty is the best policy nowadays and i feel like a lot of people are not being honest with themselves i know i'm not being honest with myself and i'm still working on that still today but i know other people are not being honest with themselves or being honest to other people because if you're honest with people it hurts the truth hurts and it's the truth. And when it comes to all this going on, furthermore, in greater detail with the whole Demi Lovato thing was, I could just tell that Demi wasn't happy with having the cost of followers and singing and acting. She needed a break. So she went into somewhere where she found that was a gateway for her from her stress. And that was unfortunately drugs and was unfortunately crack, I believe. But it just shows like people cope with different things to express their emotions and express how they are or a lot of people just bottling in i feel like we should stop bottling in our emotions and our feelings in and start releasing it out a little bit more i know for us guys it's going to be harder because we don't usually be the type of people to express ourselves we just usually keep it in but what i'm going to do is we're going to take a break and I'm going to talk about solutions that help me address more of my mental health and more of my mental situation. So I'll be right back.
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Humble Crane with your host, Daquan Harris. And hopefully you guys enjoyed the music from the break. Now, we're going to continue to keep on talking about why mental health is important and why we should just definitely address it. I think right now, the times that we're living in, we're always in constant pressure to impress people that we don't even want to impress, but we're just doing it for the heck of it. And I think that's so true. I know for me... There was a point in time when I was trying to impress somebody else. I was just always trying to one-up somebody and always had like a huge grudge within myself to admit that. And I admit there was times when I even created multiple Instagram accounts and multiple accounts just to see what I was doing. And at that time, I didn't really know who I was. And it was hard for me to find myself because at that moment, I didn't really know what was my purpose in life? And I'm still searching through that, but at least I'm on a bright, narrower path to find out what I should be doing within my life, which is a great thing. However, at that time, my mental was so bad, man. Like I was constantly overstressing. I was always not putting out content. Hint wise, if you guys haven't watched, I have a show, well, episode two that mentions putting myself out there and it explains all of that but just to digress off of the the conversation one of the biggest things that I had to learn as a person and especially as a content creator was I have to stop comparing myself to others and start just doing things and start realizing and admitting that hey there's something wrong with me and I need to figure out why I need to figure out what the heck is happening So throughout that time, 
I was in a real mental, bad mental state. I mean, I was going through a lot of stress. I was going through families, friends, you name it. I went through it. But that still did not make me the man who, well, part of that made me the man who I am today. However, just going through it and just to see how important it is to at least address it. And I'll say the number one thing is admitting that you have an issue. I think for a lot of us, we don't admit things that we try to deflect away because we see that, oh, well, that's not a problem. It's something else. Sometimes we got to look at ourselves in the mirror and realize that, hey, you are more important than you think you are. You are important. You are a safe haven. You are a voice for somebody. It might not be somebody you think of, but you're always inspiring somebody to strive and do better. And when it came to that, once again, I was in a bad state. I didn't know how I could just juggle and like talk about or express my feelings because for me as a man, it's pretty hard for a man like me to express my feelings. I'm usually a quiet dude. I stay to myself. I don't really put myself out there or really express my feelings in certain mediums. So this is why I say this podcast is my true safe haven. You're going to get more real content from me. It's just that I'd rather do an audio form because it's the best way that I can communicate my feelings and emotions towards people. But for me, being an introvert and overanalyzing every single single situation that ever happened really made an impact in my life. It really made me sat down and think like, yo, what the heck is going on? Like, why am I going through this? But then I realized that I needed to change up a lot of things in my life in order to be the person that I need to be. And as crazy as it sounds, I don't want to sound too religious or too holy and all that, but I feel like in life we go through situations and whoever you believe in, they put you in that situation for a reason in order for you to grow. And I felt like many years I had that dark, dark cloud because I wasn't right. I didn't develop a relationship. I was always doing things that I shouldn't be doing. I've always blamed others for my own actions at that time. And most importantly, my mental wasn't up into standards. And once again, like a lot of us young black men, we hold a lot of emotions in. We go through a lot. And people don't realize that a lot of people in society just think, oh, well, young black men don't go through it. You know, he's just this. He's just that. No, there's reasons why we lash out. There is a reason why a young brother will lash out. It's not because of they just want to do it. No, there's a reason why a lot of people just lashed out, even with God forbid, like even with most people who kill other people, there is a reason why they did it. There's something triggered in their system for them to do it. Now, I'm not saying all, but I'm saying majority of them have a reason why. And the craziest thing is I had to sit there and learn with my own self, like, yo, this is crazy. This is wild. But we have to sit there and think like, yo, am I good? Am I not good? And the first thing that I will say for all of us what we should be doing is find somebody you feel comfortable speaking to about your issues. It could be a friend, it could be a relative, hell, it could be somebody over the internet. I don't really care. Speak to somebody that you feel comfortable speaking with your issues because the more you speak on it and the more you talk to somebody like a therapist or somebody that can actually relieve you, they're going to respect you. And on top of that, too, it will make you feel comfortable.
I remember there was a lot of times when I wanted to speak on certain things, but I realized, yo, let me listen out to this person. Let me listen out to this person because my presence of just letting them express how they feel makes it better for them, makes them a better person, helps them out, aid them, making sure that they're okay. And that's like the most important thing mostly is just to, I know for me, it was just to listen to people, but I found somebody that I felt comfortable with. And that person has helped me out throughout multiple years. And you know who you are. And I appreciate them. They done a lot of things that I never thought of. And another step I would say is admitting that you have an issue. It could be a psychological or mental or whatever issue that you have that you're trying to fix. Admit that you have that issue. I think once we admit that we have that problem, it will be a great thing for our mental and it will help out everybody else. It'll help out yourself mainly. But people will see a change, and I'm not trying to compare it to people, but you will see a huge change in your life, too. And another step is addressing it directly. I think this is very, very key, in my opinion, is to address it. Because the more that we address our issues, the better the outcome can become. And addressing it could be hard. It can be a long, scary road. I know a lot of people that been through drugs and other things, they had to address it. They had to go through it. And openly admitting to somebody that you're going through something and they can tell you steps to recovery is a great thing. But most importantly for our mental, it just makes us better. And another thing that I really want to talk about in regards of our mental, and as I mentioned a little bit earlier nowadays, is we're in the age of social media, the age of all the craziness and all the stuff that happens, I think a very important thing for us is just to at least address censoring our phone. I think what I mean by censoring our phone, I mean cleaning up stuff on our phone and cleaning up stuff that we see. I know Instagram is pretty hard to clean up because Instagram gives you recommended feeds and it's pretty damn crazy. But I feel like on Facebook, Twitter, even Snapchat, I don't even know who uses Snapchat anymore, but I know mainly on Facebook and Instagram, you can at least censor some of the content you do see and you can block people or not see certain people and just unfollow them. And that's okay. And most importantly, when it comes to that, I think that is something that we should really, really address and talk about. I mean, our phone has consumed us. The device has put us through multiple years of changing our lives. I know this all happened when I was a teenage kid. When I was a teenager, we were still going outside, still interacting, still hanging out with people. But nowadays, kids don't have that luxury. Kids don't have that luxury because now kids who are younger than me, younger than my age of 24 and 23, they don't realize how, how important it was for just to have a phone or just to hang out with people because nowadays kids can literally go and hang out with each other via on the PS4 or any video game medium, and they could be excited and they could do that. But back in my days, we were hanging out, we were in the streets, nothing bad, but we were just playing sports. We'll knock to somebody's house, you know, just had good times. And I feel like kids are missing that. I feel like kids are missing that interaction. And unfortunately, with this whole COVID thing, it has really made the people, made a lot of people actually depressed and everything because 
they miss that social interaction. And I know for me, even as an introvert, I miss some social interaction, but not a lot. But just to see that and just to hear it, it's just ridiculously crazy. I understand why they actually go through it. I mean, currently right now, just all the stuff that's going on with our country and literally people see a screen and they might read a hateful comment or something that they didn't even meant to read. And there's somebody else taking advantage of that and just calling them other names and all that crazy stuff. I mean, we're living in an age where basically... Yeah, we have all the tools in our hands, but we don't know how to properly use them. And I think that's pretty freaking scary because even I, like, I openly admit, like, when I use social media, I had to learn to step away from it, step away and actually live my life because social media is very depressing, in my honest opinion, at the time. But now I know how to use it properly. Now I know I can filter certain things out from my feed. And I like to see more positive things. But unfortunately, like I said, I'm actually social media is a blessing and a curse in somewhat of a way. Social media is a good thing where people who really never had a voice can actually speak up on issues that they truly believe in and certain policies and everything. And it's a great thing. And I have nothing wrong with a person's opinion. That's your opinion. That's what you stated. And and I respect that, you know, because that's something that you researched or something that you really feel at the time. So no disrespect to that. However, social media could be a curse, too, because whatever you do on social media, it seems like now whatever you say, somebody can easily pull it back up and search you up and basically ruin your career. So that is why I'm like very pretentious of what I put out on social media or what I do on social media, because I realize that I realize that your career could be taken off. And that causes a lot of stress, especially you're in a high and paying position where you feel like you're nothing or you feel like you do contribute. But social media has something else to say. And it really made me think like a crazy thing. I mean, I was recently listening to logic who is a very successful rapper he comes from maryland and he just dropped his final album called no pressure and it really it really humbled me in a second because i watched the last few minutes when he was crying thanking everybody thanking everybody from his success and everything and why he's leaving social media and as i mentioned this before like You might have a lot of followers. You might have a lot of influencers. You might have a lot of people that look up to you. But at the end of the day, man, your mental is very important. Your mental is something that we all take for granted. We all should just really sit down and just relax for a day or two. Because a lot of us, we're in a constant need of validation. And I know that. And that's something that you can debate me on or not. But You know, we're always in the validation stage, especially us younger people. We always want things. We always want things fast. We always want approval. We always want this. We always want that. And that's something I had to learn to step away from. I had to step away from social media in order to improve my mental because this thing is like very depressing. It's very depressing to see every single day 
if you go on Twitter, something happening or this person or this thing is happening. And it's very sad because it's like, okay, I get it. Or people might personally message you or not personally message you and say, why don't you say this? Why don't you say that? Why don't you stand up for this? Why don't you stand up for that? And it's a crazy thing. Like when I left social media, it really made my life a lot better. But to continue on with logic, logic, he has a lot of criticisms. A lot of people don't like his music. A lot of people say that he fell off. He did this. He done that. Most importantly, when I like studied logic music and studied the person logic is. Logic is the type of guy that always needed somebody at least help him out at least a little bit. And I'm not saying no disrespect to him or the Rat Pack. They are beautiful people, nice people. And of course, and I had to learn this when I got, when I wanted to become a rapper. Sometimes in life, you just want to change your music because giving people the same thing is kind of redundant. It's kind of boring. So you like, you try to switch it up at least. You try to switch it up, go into different markets to make yourself successful. At the end of the day, Hence, he was under a lot of pressure. Hence, hence why that's why he named his first album under pressure. And now him leaving social media is a great thing for him because at least now he can at least express himself in a different way. He can at least be more happy. And at the end of the day, man, happiness is very key. And I learned that all my 24 years of my life where that's all that really matters to me. It's my happiness. It's my peace. It's my calm, man. Because a lot of us, we take it for granted. We always searching for different things that we're not supposed to. But even people who freaking smoke weed or get shrunk, that's if they're happy with it, that's their happiness. Because at the end of the day, the world we live in is pretty stressful. The world we live in is pretty cruel, hard, and don't care. People just sit up on their phones and have opinions on certain things that they don't have knowledge of. But that's okay. That's how people are. So I know for me personally, dealing with it and combating with mental health for a long, long time, it's pretty hard. It's pretty hard for me, especially as a young black man, to express or say certain things because... I know there's repercussions, whatever I say, and there's people that's always probably either watching or doing certain things. And it's pretty wild and it's pretty crazy, but I get it. You know, this is something that we have to face. And unfortunately, in our country, a lot of us don't get the chance to speak up because there's other people around us that speak for us that really don't know what the hell we're going through. And it's crazy because... I see it happen all the time. And even recently with the whole like Nick Cannon situation, you know, all I'm going to say in that is just that Nick Cannon, he's if Nick Cannon's truly believe what he said, that's on him. You know, he truly wanted to express himself in a different way. And at that time, when I was studying the whole Nick Cannon thing, I realized, yeah, people were upset with for what he said. But at the end of the day, what Nick Cannon should have done a long time ago. And it's just my honest opinion, no disrespect to Nick Cannon or his people, is he should have just took the offer from Diddy. And if you guys don't know, Diddy had a, a backstory with him talking about 
him ended up signing with Revolt and taking Wilding out to Revolt TV, which is actually a great marketing tool. If you guys don't know, Revolt TV does own The Breakfast Club, which was a great marketing tool and great move for Diddy. And that was great for him. He almost got the Joe Budden podcast, but unfortunately, Spotify has rights to it. So, yeah, it's pretty crazy. But just to digress off of that, yeah, our mental is important. And I feel like all of us should have our own inner peace. And I feel like a lot of us just walk through life and not caring and not really expressing how we feel on certain things. We don't really find a gateway or something that we can take it out on. So we hold it in. And once we get tired, we just lash it all out. And I feel like some of us, we just need to find a place somewhere quiet so we can express ourselves. For me, for me personally, this podcast, The Humble Aquarian, is for me to express how I feel on certain things. Because I'm the type of guy, I'm a type of person that don't really express myself. I really don't. I really don't have time to be like, oh, this issue and this issue and this issue. I'd rather do it in audio form. Because if I post how I feel on certain things on social media, I just know how people are. People are very pretentious. People are going to take it the wrong way instead of just actually seeing from the other side of point of view. So at the end of the day, man, like I said to you guys million times on this podcast, your mental is very important to you. You address it. You go through it. And we should address it more. We should have somebody that we can talk to that can at least listen to us. If you can't find somebody, learn how to express yourself on different mediums. It can be video, audio, visual, anything that you're really good at, you can express it there. And it sucks for us because we don't really trust a lot of people in our culture, which is pretty scary. But I know throughout these crazy times and these crazy things, days, we're going to get through it. Always remember, you love and you stay and you become humble. And this is your host, Daquan Harris of The Humble Korean. Make sure you guys leave a like, review it, share it to any of your friends, share it to anybody in your family. And this is episode four of The Humble Korean, and I'm out.